This is the Juro Synchro Podcast. Hello, hello. Good morning or good evening to wherever you are in the world. Today, our guest comes from Helsinki, Finland, on one of the best teams in the entire Synchro world. She's the captain of the Helsinki Rockets and is coming here to tell us what it takes to be a leader and a world class athlete. Let's welcome Nona Vima to the Jurasynchro podcast. Hi. Jurasynchro season two, episode four starts now. Today from Los Angeles in the United States with Josh Slinsong. Hi from the United States. I hope everybody enjoyed Sophie's last episode and is excited for another guest star this round. Our guest today is the talented Nona Vima, the captain of the Helsinki Rockets. How are you, Nona? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. We're so excited for you. Okay, so, well, I am so glad that you're here, and why don't we start off with hearing a little bit more about your time as a skater and on ro- the Rockettes. How did you start with Synchro, and how many years have you been skating, and how many years have you been on Rockettes? So I started skating when I was nine or ten, uh, so I was quite old, uh, like, comparing to many of the skaters, since people started, like, from when they're four or five or whatever. And uh, I always like, I have always like loved everything like dance and gymnastics and skating. And I have been watching it on the TV when I was little with my mom and my sister. So it was always kind of kind of a dream, but I was, I was having so many hobbies already. So uh, this like never came up to my mind until uh, one of my, um, school friends like classmates if you say it like that um uh, she was a skater and we went like outside ring with the school and then i was like oh my god that is so nice and i want to try it also and then i said to my mom like hey i should like i would like to try it out and everything and then she was like yeah yeah i will take you someday but then we kind of forget about it and then after (laughs) maybe two years she took me she she just like googled like where can this old girl skate and then she just took me there and it was like in the middle of the season or something i don't remember and then i went there and i cried the whole day like the whole not the whole day the whole practice and it was terrible <laughs> but my my dad was like yeah we like we bought you this like expensive skate so you need to like try it out more you know like <laughs> it's not worth of like one try and then after that i was just like all into skating and it was it just took me and then I don't know I was quite old you know like everyone else was like so so little and I was so like I was so much older than everybody else there so I think Synchro was like the best option for me and uh, I really I really really remember the first time I went on the ice uh, with a team I, I was like trying out or I don't I don't remember how did it go but it was so cool when like one girl fell down and like two girls went went to like ask like hey are you okay and that never happened to me like before I tried out the synchro and like the team team power and the atmosphere in the practice was so so nice so I wanted to go there as well and then I started synchro when I was 10 I think like 
I wasn't, I was, I, I have never been like single skater in my life. So I kind of went straight to the synchro world. Got yeah. It. And then, Got it. Yeah, no, I, you have a really interesting story. I really, yeah, because I, like, I have been like, you know, I don't know what is the word, you know, like this, I have been doing track and field, swimming, uh, dancing, like African dance or like, like yachts dance and like every different kind of dance like thing. And then um, I don't, you know, like the one that you climb, climbing, yeah, I have yeah, tried yeah. climbing. I have tried, like, I loved um, circus. That was my, one of my hobbies. And oh. then, uh, and maybe that, that is maybe one of the reasons that I got so fast into skating and I learned much because I had a background from everything else. So, so yeah. that was a good thing for me, I feel like. So now that you're on Rockettes, um, how many years have you been on this team? And what do you like about skating for this team in particular, skating for your head coach, Kaisa? So I started in uh, Rockettes in uh, 2014. And it was kind of a surprise for me because uh, I was skating with Team Fantastic only one year before that, like only one year in the juniors. And then I already got to the to the seniors and uh, I was just like, I was so young. I don't even remember. Like I was just like enjoying my life. And uh, it was it was a surprise because like uh, there was one uh, girl who needed to like uh, quit skating in the middle of the season and it was only 20 girls so it was 19 so they were they were like yeah we like we we should maybe pick one from the juniors to get to the seniors and my life situation was so good like I didn't have uh, any like graduation wasn't coming for me or like nothing new in my like in my civil life how do you say it my skating life and then I have this other life but I go yes. to school or and everything and I didn't have anything like new happening there so I was and then my skills were okay I think so then I was a good pick for rockets in the I kind of came in the middle of the season like after the summer cool. and then then I was they they have already done the programs and everything and I was like okay I like I will learn them fast and then uh, this is like my learning year and then all of a sudden I was skating the free program in the competition and then all of a sudden I was skating the both in the international competitions and then the worlds and it was like the first year was like it was, everything was so new and so cool and and it was yeah. so much fun and uh, I, I didn't even know like I knew only like three girls from the team because they were skating with me, the juniors, but all the other girls were new. And they were the girls that I have been like watching when I was in uh, like novice or juniors. I'm like, oh my God, they're so cool. And then all of a sudden I'm like, they're teammates. And I was like, like, yeah. like my dream is coming true. Well, I'm, yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure that would have been so crazy all in one yeah. season. And I, I understand why. I'm yeah, so I think. Okay, so I, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so I have been skating so, with Rockets like eight years. Is it eight? Wow. wow. Wait. 2014, 15, 15, I'm 16. I think where I was in 2014. I was 
in on juvenile. <laughs> yeah, actually, there is girls in my team. Yeah. They they were in the in the juvenile team when I was skating with Rogettes. So that's kind of that's kind of that yeah. So cool. I always watch Rockettes. Like I've, I loved always all your programs. Um, why don't you tell some of the viewers who haven't been able to see your programs this year, kind of about what they're about and what it's like to skate them, and your interpretation of your short and your free program this year. Okay, so uh, our short program this year is uh, Femme Fatal. I don't know how do you want to pronounce it, but uh, it's about this like. Um, seducer maybe and the and the music is is like fun it's like playful it's kind of sexy and uh it's like it's one of the program programs that i i think like many of us has fun to skate to you know like it's in the beginning i was like what is this like how can you like how can you make it professional how can you make it like look like us because I feel like it was quite different compared to the other seasons uh, but it's like fun since it's a short only the short program so it's like it keeps it light but it's also like I feel like the program is built in the way that I can like enjoy skating you know like sometimes the programs can be like so difficult or not like not like maybe your favorite somehow and it's like you need to work for it but now I feel like this. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> but now I feel like this program is like I really enjoy to do it by myself also, and that is a huge thing mm -hmm. for a Supra program. You know, like it looks fun and it's fun to do without the team also. So it's 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 really nice program. I feel like that uh, people enjoy skating skating it, and then then the free program. Um, it's a digital twin. I don't know how to explain it, but maybe you should come and see <laughs> see the program or watch it online. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I love yeah. I've seen the program. I really like yeah. it. Um, let, let, let's find a way to explain it. I think like from what I could tell from like also like your social the social media of like your team's Instagram and from what I've heard and from watching the program, it's kind of like the duality between like living life and then living life on a yeah Is that yeah kind of yeah yeah and then uh, yeah maybe people need to google a dig digital twin and like see the definition there <laughs> it's it's yeah. really hard to explain but yeah because sometimes i feel like i'm uh, showing emotions in the program and sometimes i feel like like we have like discussed about it like you should be like only like a machine or like robots or something mm. that is not living and like pre pretending to live and then there's like we have talked about this like maybe there's a human and then there's a copy of the human and then the human wants to like like get away from the copy you know like the digital part you know it's hard to explain and uh, like we don't we don't maybe have a specific story in the programs always. Maybe some, some girls use like stories and, and it's easier to like uh, bring out the emotions through the stories. But I feel like for me, 
uh, it's like in the, for example, in the short, in the beginning, we always like talk about like what kind of feelings the music like brings up to your mind. And then sometimes for someone it could be like, yeah, this is super like sad or this is super like joyful or whatever. And it can be super different, you know, like we are all different. So we can think about different things. And then sometimes we need to make, we need to go to, to the same path, of course, because we want to like interpret the same feeling and get the, the like specific feeling to the audience. But then sometimes it's fun to like find the other emotions as well. And then for me, like it's easier to bring up uh, emotion that you have felt in your real life. So, for example, if, if there's a joy or sadness or anger or whatever, like picture those moments from your own life and bring it to the eyes, then it's like easier and then it's more real, you know, like, and it's not only about the face expression. It's, it's, you can be quite like blank from your face, but still like, uh, like show it with your body and with your like, movement and that is that is super important but i want to kind of get a like a deep look into like one of your favorite synchro memories or just something really exciting fun something memorable just what's your favorite synchro memory to this day it's so hard to pick one so can i say a couple of them <laughs> yeah of course. i feel like because it has always been a dream for me to skate in the rocket. So the moment when uh, when you step on the ice for the first time in the competition, and then they, then the, what is it called? The speaker or, yeah, yeah they, they say like next to skate on the ice representing Finland or, or something. And then they are like, Rockettes, and then you're like, I'm here, like I'm part of this team, and uh, and the, that that feeling is is quite special. And then uh, of course, like there has been so much like so much nice experiences and fun and uh, new stuff, and I don't know, maybe the first Worlds in Hamilton 2015 was was huge for me since everything was so new in the beginning and the the crowd was there was so much people and oh god it was so nervous and then um, the home worlds 2019 it was yeah that audience were were crazy the atmosphere was crazy and it was it was so much fun and then i don't know there's so many others like Barcelona we were part of the Grand Prix final and it was the first time that all the ISU disciplines were skating in the same competition we were just like there were only like five teams five top teams or I don't I don't remember which ones but it was so so cool to be part of that and see all the top singles and pairs and ice dancing and the same same ice so it was it was fun that sounds so yeah fun. yeah and it's 
you, you mentioned how the last worlds was in Hamilton, but this next world. Yeah, so Hamilton, I'm like, right? I'm balancing yeah. between uh, like ending my career like now or like, I don't know if I like continue skating after this year. So I'm like the the circle is closing if I'm going to end my career in the Hamilton. But let's see. <laughs> oh. But it's nice. Okay, it's nice, so uh, it's a nice nice place to visit so yeah 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 i'm hoping i can go to that world so i really want to watch all the yeah. teams perform especially after the whole break yeah. but yeah I'm, I'm hopefully going if you listen more carefully to the juro central podcast then to what your coach is saying wait that's not possible right being a senior skater can be very intense, but I'm sure it's extremely re rewarding. Our guest today, Nona, will be talking a little bit more about her training regimen and what the Helsinki Rockets do together to improve as a team. So when you guys are all skating together, how many times do you practice a week and what are what do practices look like? And then individually, do you do a lot of training at home? Uh, we practice five days a week. A week and then uh, sometimes we have morning practice and evening practice and uh, Saturdays are the longest days for us but uh, having two days off it has worked super well for us yeah in the season uh, the ice practice is like mainly the programs but in the beginning of the ice we also always do a warm-up and then uh, some skating skill practices and then if we have a like certain element, we might do some some practices like to improve that element, and then we move move to the to do the programs. And then uh, uh, in Finland, I feel like the culture is like that. If you are part of a team, you do like only the team practice, and it's quite many hours in a week. So I feel like that's enough. And then, uh, then we do. We have ballet, and then we have like, how do you say? It? It's like we have strength training, and then the off ice training, just to do the programs and uh, the pre precise things. You know, like you want to do same things yeah. with your teammates. You know, work for the unison of ice, and then, uh, then we have pilates, pilates, yoga. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So that kind of. Stuff. That's, but, that's yeah, that kind of stuff also. Yeah, <laughs> you have obviously a lot of experience and years doing skating, so a lot of training. Is there anything that you found most challenging about your training during your um, during your career, or anything that's particularly challenged you during COVID? Uh, this is a hard one. I feel like my skating career, my path has been quite easy. If I like. Like right now, I cannot like picture anything like super, super hard or challenging. But of course, there is like challenging times, you know, and uh, you need to need to be like you need to have a good skills to like with the time, you know, like you need to go to school or work or both. And then you need to be an athlete and a good teammate. So I feel like that's sometimes a hard combination because you cannot be a professional in Finland at least so 
So that is maybe like right now a bit challenging or has been uh, since I started like high school and now I'm I'm studying in uh, is it applied science? I don't know. It's not the university, but oh. it's the same same level of. But it's not called university. Okay. Oh my god, this went bad as well. Well, but yeah, I don't. I can't like. I can't say that there was like. I I feel like I have always been like, okay, with everything. I I haven't been like, super good in this and super bad in that. Or like that. What I feel like I maybe someone else could say something else. But yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah and uh, got it. And okay. we talk about with the team and. Um, we share a lot of like thoughts and like feelings about this this pandemic and the feelings that it it brings because you know like you you never can be like sure what the next day brings and then right. it's kind of like annoying but then at the same time you understand the situation and then uh, it's hard to like maybe as you become older, you really love the competitions. You really like start to start to like them more. Like in the beginning of my career, I was maybe almost like afraid of them. I have been so nervous before. So, so now I'm like enjoying it so much and enjoy skating in front of audience. So it's kind of like, it doesn't like they're canceling the competitions and you never know what's going to happen. So it's like, you really need to find the motivation from the basic training, which is really nice that we have like so much different stuff in the practice. So it keeps, keeps us motivated, but then, yeah, it's been, it's been hard and it's been fun. And I feel like we have been through many emotions <laughs> lately. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it's been extremely difficult to be skating um, yeah. through the pandemic. In Finland, before. in Finland, we have been like, super lucky that we have been training almost the whole time like since the pandemic started not in the beginning but after the summer like before the summer and then uh, ever since we have been like training so i feel like there haven't like been so big changes in our lives in the skating of course the competitions they haven't had the we haven't had competitions but like I feel like we have lived normal life quite much comparing to people who are now working right. at homes or whatever. Of course, the school is not, we can't go, we can't go like physically to the school maybe, but like overall, the difference haven't been so big for us than maybe uh, yeah, to our nor normal person, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, hopefully everything will go back to normal yeah. soon, but you talked a little bit about how you had nerves during competitions and you also have had challenging times juggling school, skating, work. Do you have any advice for skaters and athletes who are currently going through that now? Maybe like be patient and be like, I don't know what is the word, but gentle for yourself and don't like, because since we're yeah. athletes, we want to do everything like 100%. And uh, I noticed it when I started to go to school again, I wanted to be the best and I wanted to be like, I wanted to know everything. And uh, uh, it's, it's hard to like, because since I always want to win, I always want to be better. So it's, it's hard to like, 
accept that you might not know everything like right when you want uh, and then yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it takes time you have to take care of yourself yeah. I, I feel like that's something that everybody needs to hear because yeah. they'll just go so hard and then they get frustrated yeah. or upset yeah. Yeah. yeah really important to put yourself first. For me and for Nona, the best part of the seasons is definitely the competitions. You get to travel, you get to see all your friends, and you get to perform the programs that you've been working on for so long. Um, and Nona has been to multiple international competitions and world championships to show she is an expert. Um, I would love to kind of get a look into what a competition day looks like for you and for your team. The competition days are the best days. Like, I feel like they're like time for a celebration and time for like to be with the team and uh, nowadays like we sometimes call it as a makeup day because because the um, the morning practice it's just 10 minutes or 12 minutes on the ice of course there's a warm-up and everything before that and then you go we usually go somewhere with the team like always we we like we are with the team the whole day but we maybe go for for some space or someone's home or something. And then we just like hang out there and then we do a little bit makeup and then we eat and then we do more makeup and you just like hang with the team the whole day. That is like the best part of it. And then we're always like talking about, we're so open with the emotions and uh, people are like, yeah, I'm not nervous at all. And someone is like, oh my God, I'm getting excited. And then we're like making fun of it. And it's like, I really love love being with the team. And of course, like stepping on the ice, it's so different thing, but it's it's fun. But it's it's that is like the exciting part. But like, it's so nice to hang out with the team. I feel like the competitions, the yeah. competition days are like, the best because like then you don't have anything else and everybody is like making room for only for the team and only for the competition because always we are having something after practice or before practice or we have school things to school work or work or someone is tired or someone needs to go to take care of something and everything like the normal days are like this and then when you go to the competition it's all about the team and it's so nice Ah, I get like yeah. I get I get the smile on my face. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you're like yeah. No, I miss that so much too. But I'm not skating, so I, I understand what yeah. you're saying. Do you have a favorite competition? Or yeah. No, maybe like it's so different between like the first competition. It's quite nervous because you never know like how they're gonna like how the how is the program like you know like is it good or is it bad or is there so much work to do or not so much work to do so the finlandia trophy is kind of like like nervous and then the first quali qualifiers in finland also because then there's the free program for the first time and then after that mm -hmm. i've always loved to skate in french cup because the atmosphere is super good, and then there's the top teams as well, so that is nice. And then, of course, the worlds, uh, those like the worlds and the French Cup. I think I enjoy the most since they're the atmosphere and the the 
competitions are like everything is quite good organized and it's like fun yeah and then because it's like so like late on the season as well so then there's like not so much like pressure in a way but yeah french cup and the worlds are the best the best editions yeah. no i agree i loved i loved french cup because after i competed i could watch all of like the senior teams and i could relax and then just yeah enjoy, it's so. so nice yeah yeah <laughs> Okay, um, and then, so I am going to start asking you all of your favorite stuff. So you wanted to talk about favorite programs. So what is your favorite program that you've skated? And then what's your favorite programs that you've watched and haven't skated from other teams or maybe even Rockets before you were a Rocket? Yeah, this is a hard one. Uh, I think um, it was 2016. 15, 16. In that season, we skated to uh, Y, the short program. We had the gray ombre dresses with no sequins or anything on the on them. And it was like this, we skated to this Schindler's List uh, music. Mm-hmm. And uh, that program has or had uh, like amazing flow. I could do like how many run throughs ever, you know. Like it was, it it was. Of course, it was physically hard, but it was so, it was so nice. I don't. Nice is not a good enough word to express my feelings towards it, but it was. It had it had the flow and the feelings, and then it was beautiful. Yeah, that that's maybe my favorite ones. And then I like this year's short as well, but it's totally the opposite. I can have fun and be be sexy and uh, playful, and that's that's super nice, you know, because I love to dance and I love to like have fun on the ice. So this year's short is super nice as well. And then, of course, I have always watched the Rockettes. Because I have been a fan since I started skating. So I really like the Heaven or Hell program. And then um, Team Surprise had this... Or like I was... I don't know what, what worlds it was. But I, I remember that I saw the program and I thought it was super fun. They had this like... Marionette... I don't know, the clown theme. They had this like dark red dresses with like drops here i don't know if you know that program i don't know what year it was uh, but it was it was super nice yeah i i remember i don't remember many of them because i was like 10 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah no i mean team surprise obviously they're not competing anymore yeah but they always have really beautiful yeah programs, but i remember so that I was totally that was fun program from them and then um uh oh my god why i have so bad memory you know like when you're younger you're like watching all the teams and all you know all the skaters and all the coaches and everything but when you're like coming older i don't like i don't remember anything or i don't know anything about anyone else except like the senior (laughs) teams or like my team that is like 
I'm right. I don't know. Like, I'm interested. Like, I always want to hear if someone has something to say about other teams or what are they skating into or something. But I'm not like, I'm not like searching for the information. I'm not so interested. Right. But it's nice to know if there is something to know. But, uh, yeah. I I really like the um, Marigold's free program the year that they had the Worlds in Helsinki before. Mm-hmm. So the, they had these blue dresses the same year that Rogetes has had the Heaven or Hell. I really liked the, that program. And the, I I don't remember much, but they had the topic stuff in the end of the program. That was fun. Fun to watch. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no it's, it's good because you remember like bits and yeah, pieces. Yeah. And like, that's how good a program can be. It like stays with you for like years yeah, and years. And you know, like you remember but, yeah. like you can almost like clearly see the like the parts in the program. You know, like I I can remember this. They knocked in the rocketess heaven or hell. They knocked and then they did did some lifts or something. I remember like the spots when I have like seen the programs like live. So it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I definitely yeah. I definitely understand. Okay. So shifting to my next question. What is the your favorite dress that you've worn, or are there any other dresses that you particularly like liked when you watched the programs? Oh God, this is hard. You can like love a dress because it's so comfortable, or then you can <laughs> yeah, love a dress yeah. because it's so like it looks good, but it's terrible on you. There's like different, you know, like the Schindler's List dress was super comfortable it was super nice to skate in but then uh, in 2014 and 15 we had the the short program la isla bonita i think that dress okay maybe because it was my first once in the senior level that was that was super nice but that wasn't comfortable at all but it, it looked nice mm-hmm. and then um what did we have? I don't even remember anymore. The I should I should go and watch the dresses so I, I remember what was nice. <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, the the moon program. That dress was that was horrible. <laughs> That I loved that program. I really liked that. I like. I completely. I just got remem- reminded of that yeah, program. I really liked I feel that like program. Ever, dresses, like, like I have heard so many like positive comments about the program, and I feel like that was there was so much new kind of. We bring, we brought a new things to the synchro world in a way because we had the new, new mm-hmm. choreographer. Oh my god! No. Yeah, but yeah, we had we had Reya Vare working with us, so so there was so much new stuff. But in a way, for me, it it, I didn't like it at all. Like it was super hard to skate to because there was like so much Mm -hmm. like you needed always get the speed again, and it was and then back then the programs were super long, so it was super super hard. Like nowadays, I feel like it's it's quite good like the length for the free program but back then it was so so long so it was, it was yeah. super hard. <laughs> but yeah 
So thank you so much, Nona, for coming on to the podcast today. We absolutely loved hearing a little bit about your time as a skater, Helsinki Rockets, and all of your favorites. It's always so fun to hear about that kind of stuff. Um, stay tuned for our next episode hosted by Sophie. And until next time, bye. Bye. Jura Synchro Podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. The musical theme of this show was created by scatmix.pro and Carl Hugo.